0: On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock,
1: Google has some big news for small businesses and a new ad offering even YouTube can do.
0: Here's hoping Google's new Ads Creative Studio will help marketers drop the box.
2: Spotify joins the social audio wars and Facebook fires back with new
3: features of their own.
0: All on today's show.
3: You know what time it is. It's officially Marketing O'Clock. We bring you all the digital marketing news of the week, powered by the digital marketing community. If you want to join the conversation, hit us up. We are at Marketing O'Clock everywhere, and you can join our community on Discord at community.marketingoclock.com. We record every week from the Cypress North Studios in beautiful Buffalo, New York, to bring you our famous Friday news show. You can subscribe to our show at youtube.marketingoclock.com or wherever you consume your podcast. Head over to marketingo'clock.com slash newsletter to receive every article we cover straight to your inbox.
0: Hey there, I'm your host, Christine Zernheld, AKA Shop. I'm Jess Bud.
2: And I'm Mark Salsarelli.
0: And it is officially Marketing O'Clock
2: here on June 25th, 2021.
0: Remember, you can catch our famous Friday news show on YouTube.marketingo'clock.com or your favorite podcast player each and every Friday morning.
2: All your digital marketing news from the week.
0: Powered by the digital marketing community. And if you want to join the conversation,
1: just hit us up. We're at Marketing O'Clock everywhere. And don't forget, you can join our Discord community at community.marketingoclock.com.
0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for another fantastic episode. We have a ton of news to get to this week, but first up, we have some housekeeping here. We wanted to let you know that our partnership with Search Engine Journal has come to an end. They are moving on to focus on building quality and expertise via the Search Engine Journal show, another fantastic show, and they will be releasing future episodes with expert interviews, but they will no longer be supporting the Search Engine Journal network, which includes us. We wish everyone at Search Engine Journal nothing but the best. If you normally catch us on the Search Engine Journal site or their YouTube channel, which we haven't been there for a little bit, you can still, you will not be able to find us there, but you can still find our shows in the same podcast feed wherever you have been listening to us. And as always, on YouTube.marketingoclock.com. But other than that, just our partnership is changing. Nothing else is changing. And we're still joined by our fantastic team here this week, Jess. Good to see you. What is going on? So this week for me was about
1: cleansing. And I've (laughs) never seen the Purge films, but I know there's like a certain siren thing that goes off and that went off in my house. I cleaned out my closet, my dresser. Also, I threw away underwear that I've had from like middle school. That
0: must have felt so good.
1: It did because I haven't been wearing it and like it's (laughs) moved with me four times. I'm like, why do I still have this? Got rid of that. Remember those snap pants that like snapped all the oh way up gosh, the please side?
2: tell me that you didn't get rid of that. I had
1: to because they don't, they're like, they were snaps all the way down but a button at the top so they would stay on when like the terror kids would try to tear those are you. back in. Probably, <laughs> probably yes, my, but my <laughs> <laughs> like mine were broken. the
2: skirt with, has a just. skirt with buttons on the side. Like you should have just given you those pants to me. should have called us.
0: But you, you know what I'm talking about, right? The athletic yes, pants. that snapped all the way, way up. cool transit uh, breakaway pants. Yes, they're okay. not
2: zip-offs. They are buttons. They are cool. Like you just like walk into the room. It's like I'm doing an outfit reveal. I have another <laughs> outfit underneath this outfit.
0: Mark, what, what's new with you?
2: So New York State, being at seventy percent vaccination, means we can all go back to bars and restaurants again. Mm-hmm. But it also means you can have one glass of wine and fall off your bar stool just because you're clumsy and embarrass yourself in front of everyone at a restaurant. Is someone you
1: know? Love you. <laughs>
2: Luckily I caught myself, but it was way too late. I literally just had one glass of Sauvignon Blanc and I was at the bar at a lovely restaurant called Left Bank.
0: That great is a Italian fancy food. restaurant. So,
2: and I was just having a conversation and got really excited and was talking and just leaned back too far. And the bar stools <laughs> are fancy, so they're not very stable. Wow. And I started falling back, but I just grabbed the end of the bar like this, and I was <laughs> at like a forty five degree angle and pulled myself right back up. I that's impressive. Yeah, I missed the floor. I pulled myself back up, but wow.
0: Yes. Wow. Well, we're just so thankful for or shots and arms that you have the opportunity to do that it must have been so thrilling yes
2: that's
3: that's why i did that
2: yeah
0: what about you full-time producer caleb
3: well i guess what goes around comes around because i was having a laugh at greg looking a little bit old not really but it was just the lighting uh in the uh ad we put up last week but my brother's a boy scout and he asked me if i could be his adult supervision for a project and i was like Ugh, i don't i don't know how i feel you know, I feel like old now. I'm like, yeah. oh, how much younger is full he time. Than you. He's 16, so
0: oh, like, boy, I That's must so be fun. really
3: getting up there.
0: My <laughs> brother's 16 too. Yeah. Twins. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is so exciting and you guys did you guys hear Caleb in our new intro today he sounds fantastic <laughs> yes I so exciting I and about shout out to Diversity. Brian Rizzo who um, was involuntarily our Legacy. intro for like years Legacy. and has never listened to the show thank you Brian yeah
2: I know I was talking the other day in the kitchen he's like wait I'm still on the <laughs> intro and I'm like yes, yeah, sir." thanks for listening to our podcast
0: <laughs> <laughs> and one more little piece of housekeeping before we get to the news here I I've been teasing it for a couple weeks. New Agency Scoop is here. Look it up wherever you are listening to this with our CGO at Cypress North, Jill Fetcher. She is sitting down with me and Jess to talk about um, being working moms and our bebets and how to be a cool working mom, right? Yeah. Or just a cool mom. Yeah. And work. Yeah, Yeah. Check it out. What is the news this week, Mark?
2: First up... Spotify has entered the chat with their very own audio room platform.
0: I'm shocked. <laughs> no, you're not. I am not. <laughs> Who saw this coming? Not me.
2: No, I, I just I don't know. I, I didn't think we had enough. We really needed one more. <laughs> um, but from our friends over at the Anchor by Spotify blog, introducing Spotify Green Room, live audio that brings creators and fans together. Open up the conversation in real time, then capture the magic for everyone to enjoy. And I know like we've already made our comments about there being another audio room. But for me personally, this is the first Clubhouse competitor where I'm sitting here going, yeah, this makes total sense instead of yikes do we really need another one (laughs) and i just think it makes a lot of sense for podcasts Mm -hmm. um just because of the nature of it like thinking of like how many podcasts go on tours and they have live shows with audience participation that it gives them the opportunity to have the audience participation doing like a live stream show virtually rather than only having that option on their tours. So I feel like there are a lot of podcasters out there who will be really excited by this new option.
1: The name is good too. And I feel like a lot of the other ones we've heard about, the name is just meh. This one's good. Yeah,
2: Facebook hotline. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And Anchor says, With Green Room, you're no longer in a vacuum. And your audience is no longer listening on their own. Everyone is part of the same conversation. Creators and listeners are part of the same virtual room, creating content in real time together. And basically, Green Room will work very similar to all those other platforms out there. Listeners can choose just to listen, request to speak, or type reactions in the chat room. Mm -hmm. Um, All you need to do is download the new Green Room app available on iOS or Android, and again, hosts will have very similar features available on the other platforms. But the most important one to note for podcasters is that it'll be very easy to record the session and upload that right back up to Anchor so you can publish it on all your other podcast so platforms. Smart.
0: So,
2: so smart. So
0: smart. This one definitely makes the most sense. You're right. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm a big fan of this. I just think of all the different podcasts that have like fan contributions when they go on the road and they'll be able to do this at other times now Mm -hmm. um and the other really really cool thing about spotify green room is they're launching a new creators fund to go along with this to incentivize early adopters of the platform so there is probably some monetary incentive out there for anyone considering doing this the only drawback so far is that Bill Simmons from The Ringer tried to do a room for the draft, and it got maxed out at a thousand people, which is kind of a big fail compared to what you can do on Twitter and YouTube. But I have big hopes that they're going to fix that. I'm that sure many people no
0: care about the draft. Yes,
2: <laughs> yes chef. 100%. yeah, they're watching on the sports app.
0: Are you sure they weren't worried it was like another military draft? And they like needed to, like <laughs> that's a lot of people to care about who might play on a team, but they might get traded before it starts. Anyway, Mm
2: -hmm. yeah, I do. I do wake up in the middle of the night where I'm going to get drafted, though. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) Armenia. I need to go back to school. Yeah, but that isn't all that we have today here in the audio space. Okay. So just as Spotify is making a play into the social audio space, Facebook's launch of audio space in the U.S. is also accompanied by a new podcast feature. So they're really coming for each other here. From Sarah Perez of TechCrunch, public figures, select Facebook groups, and an initial set of podcast partners will have access to live audio rooms and podcasts on Facebook in the U.S. Um, First up, with the live audio rooms, the biggest difference between Facebook's offering and the plethora of other options out there is hosts are able to invite people to join as a speaker in advance of the live room. Um, there can be up to 50 speakers, and there's absolutely no limit on listeners. Friends of listeners are automatically notified that your, their friend is attending this live stream, mm. so I can expand your reach. But it'll Until you be... get the
0: notification, Jess. <laughs> 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 Ouch. No, I'm just saying Jessica Bot is in the Slipknot <laughs> fan. Yeah, you, me, audio, you Do acted- you want to join her? I am going to be <laughs> unfriended. <it. laughs>
3: you Gonna find out people have some weird interests now
0: like broccoli <laughs> fan club or something. All we need is more Facebook notification. Mm-hmm. No.
3: But then we can pray for
2: jazz with the new prayers feature. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, <laughs> listeners can purchase stars and send them to the streamer and be bumped up <laughs> to the front row okay, verbal eye recognized. Roll.
0: Verbal <laughs> eye roll. Shep's eyes went to the bed. What paying else? paying
2: for attention. And the last thing is that, um, the streamers can promote a cause within the event that you can donate to. That's nice. Which is very nice. Yeah. Um, but on the podcast side, coming for Spotify here, Facebook is making their own foray into becoming an actual podcast player that can- conf- Function like while you're scrolling through Facebook, but I'm like, why do I need a podcast player within Facebook, but it can still function if your phone is locked and you're not really using Facebook, so that's kind of cool, I guess Um, it'll allow podcasts that are streamed via public RSS feed to host episodes for streaming in a new podcast tab on their page. Um, the weird thing is content will be cached by Facebook, so they'll actually like store the content from your RSS feed, but that'll still get reported back in terms of listens. Um, basically, Facebook is saying they want to be able to screen it for their community guidelines, and that's why they're doing it. We'll see. Um, so they're making this argument that it's beneficial for Facebook users to listen to podcasts on Facebook so they don't have to have a separate podcast player like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. But personally, I don't think that's a good argument. and They're doing way too much here.
0: Yeah, because if you host on Anchor or something else, you can have everything automatically go to all those different players. So mm-hmm. it sounds like you're like limiting yourself if you go to Facebook.
2: Yeah, but it's no, it's pulling from an RSS feed.
0: Oh, well, I-
2: it's just kind of like as a listener, I don't think I would ever use no. that. No. But I guess this is another cool way to promote your podcast. I don't think it's much of anything now, but they're talking about potentially working on a feature that you could automatically create shorts from Mm -hmm. your feed there and have little clips that you can promote on Facebook and automatically add captions. So if they come up with more like podcast promotional features for Facebook, that could be a really cool angle. But for now, I'll keep listening on Spotify and, of course, watching Marketing Clock on YouTube. Mm -hmm.
1: YouTube.marketingclock.com. Yep.
2: Yep. And Jess, what's next in the news with you? All
1: right. Well, it's been a while since I've used the R word. So here I go. Small businesses rejoice. (laughs) Lots of updates from the Google. So Shep, I forgot about your brilliant control F trick until after. And Uh. I actually read the fluff.
0: I have an unbelievable one coming.
1: Oh, I can't wait. Okay. Well, let me give you some of the fluff, because in case you didn't know, June 27th is the United Nations micro, small, and medium-sized enterprises day. I will riot. (laughs) (laughs) Who asked? No one, and I didn't know that was a thing, so... Isn't that an
2: oxymoron? I thought enterprise meant large business oh, so like it's it sounds like, like a, a micro joke enterprise
1: yeah it sounds like a joke that's a good point you guys can take that up with the un okay so we're gonna move back to google but i just wanted to make sure everybody knew what was at the top of the article <laughs> so in celebration of that and of small businesses in general so in celebration of that and of small businesses in general google is dedicating a full week to the support of small to medium businesses with their own International Small Business Week. And this includes their first ever YouTube Small Biz Day, B-I-Z, which is on Thursday, June 24th. So as of recording, it hasn't happened yet, but by the time you're listening to this episode, it will have. So just stay tuned for next week. If there's any big news from that event, we will make sure to bring it to you. Updates on what we know so far pre-YouTube Small Biz Day – There are new ways to showcase what you offer from your Google My Business profile, like accepting food orders or listing out specific services such as eyelash extensions and beard trimming. Ooh. I want both hmm. of those. (laughs) And those are Google's examples, by the way, not mine as much as I love those things. You'll also have the ability to edit your GMB profile and manage posts directly from within Google search. And Barry Schwartz has a nice gif of this on his Twitter too. So if you want to peep that, he's at Rusty Brick over on the Twitter and you guys can look at it. It's really cool. There are free product listings coming for businesses on Shopify, WooCommerce, Square, and GoDaddy. There's also this really cool thing called Pointy. It automatically adds products to your Google My Business profile as you scan them in the store. So if you're like going to sell something and you scan it and it's hooked up to Pointy, that'll just add to your GMB, which is awesome. For almost zero extra work, your business can essentially show up for customers looking for a particular product that's quote near me or in stock. So that's actually really, really cool. Um... They're offering Pointy for free to eligible retailers through the end of September. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, definitely check out the link in our newsletter or Discord to get in on the offer. The small business owner and me got super jazzed about that because I just feel like it's such an easy way once you have it set up to just show your products online. Mm -hmm. I know my small business in particular, we're a beer shop, beer bar, and we can't sell online or we could, but there's a lot of red tape. But just to be able to have that product catalog, like, yes, we have this beer in
0: stock, that's huge. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So I don't know what you guys think about that, but I was really, really excited. Mm
0: -hmm. And it's just making me more excited for you guys to reopen. Thank you. We're close. I can't wait. (laughs) Me either.
2: I can't wait to have up all of your products on (laughs) (laughs) point.
0: See if I can get in for
1: free. It just tickles my fancy. I love it. So on the ad side, Google has also announced a new fast and easy way for small businesses to set up video campaigns. And I'll just quote Google here. Just add the video ad, the audiences you want to reach, and your budget to launch a campaign in minutes. And with the new mobile experience, you can now more easily measure campaign performance, which I think is really nice because a lot of small business owners, they're not just sitting at a desk. They're out on the floor. They're doing things. So having a nice mobile interface is absolutely clutch. And it's interesting because this is Google Ads. The setup is done just in a stripped down environment, if you will. So you don't need access to the full version of Google just to run a YouTube campaign. So likely not for a lot of our listeners, but a really cool feature And it seems like it might be a little bit more robust than just setting up smart campaigns, but I don't know how much. I know, Shep, you've been playing with those recently. Oh my God, do not defame
0: me. Not on purpose. (laughs) Merely You're helping somebody out. I was merely looking at them for maybe the first time in my life and I was horrified. (laughs) That sounds like smart campaigns for video kind of. We'll have to see. Yeah.
1: It's they're touting it as like something easy but controllable, but We shall see. If you are interested, Mm -hmm. you could just go to youtube.com slash ads to check that out. Again, probably not for most of our listeners, but it is a thing. Um, Google has also just FYI updated their Google for small business hub with more business specific type guidance. And they launched additional grow with Google resources for success on digital. And you could just keep listening to this show too, because we want you to be successful in digital and not just because it's small business week. But just because we love our listeners.
0: Yeah. I'm just sure the Google Small Biz Twitter will be out of control, so everyone keep an eye on it. Yeah.
1: And with that, Shepherds, what else is in the news?
0: Google announced the launch of a new feature called Ads Creative Studio, which aims to unify multiple creative tools. It will incorporate these tools. Director Mix, which is a tool that allows brands to create video assets at scale, which previously wasn't available to all advertisers. Dynamic Display and HTML5 creation tools audio mixer and dynamic audio tools and a project library. So the asset library the asset library will allow for one team to manage the raw assets which makes me think of like if this was an in-house team you could have everything in there be approved for mm. the brand already and then another team could log in and create ads on the other side. So advertisers can still use dynamic display assets in both display and Video 360 and Google Ads, but this will be another option to you if you want to explore it. Once ads are created, they are able to be exported to Google Ads, Display in Video 360, and Campaign Manager for 360 use. Like I said, I think this seems great for in-house teams. I'm not sure about like an agency because I feel like I don't know how it would work with multiple clients. It's Mm -hmm. like something we could explore. Um, but it does seem cool that you can have all the assets there, you know, they're approved and then marketers can go in and build whatever they want with them and test a bunch of different mm-hmm. combinations. Yeah. Which that guy from the Facebook entails the PPC Reddit, the Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> he said that was his te- his secret to scaling. So try it on Google, just a bunch of different ad creative variations. Mm-hmm. And I just hate Dropbox so much that I hope this will be a good solution for that. Like, saving things. Oh, my god, Organizing them. It has been making me so mad lately. It should be good. Thank you. It should be good. Oh,
2: I am not a Dropbox person. And when I came to Cypress North and everyone was like, we're using Dropbox. And I I have... only added things to Dropbox when I've been instructed to add them there. I refuse to use it for my own purposes.
0: We use it mostly for creative, like when Mm -hmm. our rock star creative team, Sammy and Jordan, will make ads and then they're all there and we can upload them to the account. But I wouldn't say we use it. I would say it it uses us personally.
1: Yeah, it's so (laughs) hard to
0: search. (laughs) Oh, search is impossible. terrible. It just hasn't been useful to me since I watched season one of Game of Thrones, through Dropbox because I didn't have an HBO password. <laughs> so get HBO and get this ads creative studio, okay? it'll make. I'm hoping it'll make your life easier. I, I have no idea if it's good. I shouldn't endorse it, but I hate <laughs> Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> and in addition to the new tool, Google has also announced that Create with Google has merged with Think with Google. Now, all insights for creators and media teams will be hosted in the same place. I really hope they make it so easy to find, like the different sizes available to you. Oh, that would be that would be nice. Oh, a my, dream. That
2: is my favorite thing about responsive display ads is that they will size them for you. So yes. you just upload the image and crop it there, and I'm like, that is so lovely that I can just have one image and crop it to two different sizes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, thank you, yeah, thank you,
1: thank you, with Google. <laughs>
3: Now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag buyer digital marketing take with extra spice served up just for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call.
2: This week's Take of the Week is from Acvila DeFazio at Akvila DeFazio on Twitter. What's broader than broad? This new feature in Facebook Ads Manager. And it's a screenshot from Facebook ads manager of this new little pop-up, announcing audience expansion for lookalikes. Expansion allows us to reach people outside your selected lookalike audiences. Expansion won't go beyond the age, gender, language, or location settings in your ad set, and doesn't apply to the audiences you're excluding. Expansion isn't available for some lookalike audiences. And my favorite is one of the replies from Matt Barber at Always Thursday one on Twitter. We know you want these specific people, but have you considered everyone? <laughs> Tell you what. We'll do it for you. You're going to love it.
0: Oh, my God. It's so true. Uh, it is audience expansion already. Mm-hmm. I know. Lookalikes are already. Why? I can't. Mm-mm. It's
2: like, OK, I did a 2% lookalike. I didn't want you to do a 4% lookalike. Exactly.
0: Look, a don't like this. I wonder if it's like automatically checked. It would Ew, be on Google. She didn't say. <laughs> Let us know, Aguila.
3: <laughs> now it's time for this week's ICYMI. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked. But you shouldn't have.
0: ICYMI people, Ian Laurie at Ian Laurie on Twitter says if you want to instantly improve cart conversion rates, Use standard form field names. Then I can instantly enter shipping and billing information from my password manager. I will love you for it. And you know what? I will love you for it too. Me, a.k.a. Shep. I have like literally not bought things because it wouldn't autofill my credit card information. Oh, Sam. <laughs> like so many times.
2: Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I think to go get my wallet.
0: So keep it simple, stupid. Standard names, please. I am assuming that all you people listening are marketers. And when you need to create any custom stickers for you or your client, boy, do we have the sponsor for you. It's sticker mule. They create the best custom stickers around and we've used them for all of the sticker packs that we've released. The quality is flawless. The ordering process is simple and the proofing can even be done via text. Mm. We are actually launching some of the most amazing digital marketing stickers here in our upcoming drop. We've been going back and forth with the most ridiculous ideas and you guys are going to love them. Greg has the best ideas for these. So we should actually do these for our paid search shirts, our bid to the bone, which Mm. Jess is wearing. I am if you're watching on YouTube. Yes. And by the way, those just came in stock as recording it. They came in this morning. It has been such a fun day. So if you got one for subscribing to our YouTube channel and discord, stay tuned. We are shipping those out very soon. Thank you, Sticker Mule, the go to for custom stickers.
3: Now it's time for this week's Pew Pew Lightning Round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts paid, organic, and social.
0: It is about tours and activity ads, their new ad type. But it is literally, the URL is literally the rise of the conscious traveler. Like, that's how fluffy it is. It is so offensive to me. And it's like four articles about trends in traveling and how they're coming back. We know. Tell us about the ad. Literally, the whole article is in the screenshots, you guys. I'm so upset about this. Okay? It ruined my day. I cannot tell. Is this the thing you were talking about before you were alluding to the fluff? It's unbelievable. Mm. Have you ever read an article where all the information was in the screenshots?
1: No, that's ridiculous. That's what image searches. Meanwhile is for.
4: they're
2: explaining to you what tourism is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you like vacation? <laughs> okay. So do others.
0: Exactly. <laughs> we have ads for that. I wrote it better, right? You already did. Thank you. So this article triggered me, but if you want these ads to be triggered, it happens when people are looking for activities of a particular type in a certain location. In the search results, these are showing on the right-hand rail with, quote, engaging visuals, pricing information, and reviews that are prominently displayed. These are also showing in Bing Maps. The ads can be triggered when the user searches for a destination or is looking for things to do in a particular area. And tours and activity offerings on Bing Maps are triggered by hovering over Maps Landmark Pins. I'm scrolling through the screenshots, you guys, because it's all the information. I couldn't copy paste. And in the Bing travel guide, which is apparently a thing, the ads appear in a carousel under the header image and destination description. So these are awesome. I love the idea. I'm sorry. I'm just really upset about the article. It's fair. Thank you all for listening.
2: I'm here for you. It's
0: cathartic for me. And from at Robert underscore Brady on Twitter, he says, anybody ever seen this? over 13,000 spent on a keyword in the last 30 days for Google Ads and no quality score showing and he has it in his in his reports here that there's no quality score Quality score showing for these terms. Ginny Marvin replied, our ads liaison, and she said, Hey, Robert, this can happen when keywords don't have enough exact match impressions. Additionally, keywords need recent exact match impressions to maintain a quality score and may turn back to null when there isn't enough recent traffic. I don't understand. Like, that makes it sound like there should never be a quality score for phrase match, kind of. Yeah, especially Mm. when
2: you're spending $13,000 on a keyword. It's not like you spent $5. Yeah.
0: Insignificant, Mark. Mm. It's just, and with close variance, like, you could match any. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I would like some more clarification. Like, like, thank
2: you, Jenny. This is very helpful. But what are you doing? Yeah. Like, we might not, we might as well not even have a quality score. Word. Word. Oh, I shouldn't say that because that'll be nice. Yeah,
0: don't. <laughs> and from Facebook's Boz at Boz Tank on Twitter, B-O-Z. Have you guys heard of this guy? Not until now. I can't believe we haven't talked about him before. No. He's a big deal. He is the VP of Facebook Reality Labs. And he is really serious. Like, this is his screenshot that must be, like, his avatar in the virtual no, world. This no. is not
2: reality Ab- in this picture. A- absolutely not. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's like, okay, like him in this button up, but then the like jacket he's wearing is the tuxedo from the tuxedo t-shirt.
0: Yeah. And we were Mm -hmm. just talking about Annie. Like he's like kind of channeling some Daddy Warbucks vibes. Is that the Mm -hmm. bad guy in Annie? (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) I'm not saying a word. Watch Annie, Jess. I will not. I cry enough.
1: (laughs)
3: Also, not is,
0: not is, even a smidge. <laughs> no, it's <not> a smidge. <laughs> well I done. Just heard
1: "Hard Knock Life" for like the first time. I have never heard "Beyond the Chorus." I'm <laughs> ruined.
0: So anyway, Boss says we're starting a small test of in headset ads with a few developers in the coming weeks. We want to help developers generate revenue and help people find great experiences at better prices.
2: I'm, I'm still not over his name. <laughs>
0: It can't be his real name
2: No, I just looked it up. His name is Andrew Bosworth.
0: Oh. Why no. is his Twitter
2: Boz Tank?
0: He wants to be a celebrity.
2: You're a person like Tank? Tank. Maybe it's Absolutely.
0: Boz
1: Tank.
3: Bosworth sounds real villainy. Like super villainy. I I don't understand.
2: He
0: like thinks VR is a personality type.
3: Yes. <laughs> and
2: I like what? Very wrong like, VR. You're a tank. T- I'm I'm not over why there's tank in there. Maybe there's a tank top under that him. t-shirt suit. <laughs> <Or you gotta laughs> your tank to like top. Shark Tank. <laughs>
0: like shark Tank. And users will be able to manage what ads they want to see, and they're including controls to hide specific ads or hide ads from an advertiser completely. Um, he says this is like a work in progress, and they're asking for feedback on this. I won't be giving feedback because I live in the real world where there's trucks driving by as we record. <laughs> Okay, Glenn Gabe is making an appearance in the paid section. Hey, Glenn. What, what? Shopify plans to roll out a Shopify audience tool, aka an audience network, what we would call it, from other companies. Quote, advertisers pick products that they want to promote using insights based on the 1.7 million businesses that use Shopify's technology. Not exactly clear where the ads would run. People are suspecting Facebook in the replies to at Dennis, oh my God, (laughs) Dennis, Hegstad's, but it looks like Danish. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, but he tweeted about this, and there were a lot of people speculating about how this is going to work. And it is a little weird that you're like using people's information from what they're buying from other stores and then using it to target Shopify users, like for other vendors. I don't know what we think about that, but hopefully, we get more information in the coming weeks. Um, it cost a dollar to read this, and it was a dollar I didn't want to spend, so I'm relying on tweets. <laughs> Instagram is rolling out ads in Reels. Videos can be up to 30 seconds long. They need to be in the vertical format and they'll loop. So go crazy. From oh, Carolyn Lyden, <laughs> Google serves 48% of all ad traffic on fake news sites, according to a new study from researcher Le- Leah Bosworth and karen budak at the university of michigan school of information more like school of misinformation so pay attention to those exclusion lists everyone because you don't want your ads on those sites and from simon matthews at simon r matthews on twitter he has a picture of the terminology google uses about automated extensions which have been like back on my mind lately how absurd it is how hard they make them to find like it's truly criminal Anyway, he says, well, sorry, Google says, to see which automated extensions have been added to your ads or to remove automated extensions for your ads, first, you'll need to locate them. Like, how absurd. Okay.
2: I love playing hide and seek. This is a treasure hunt. (laughs)
0: Challenge accepted, Google.
1: You want to eat a pizza? First, find a pizza. (laughs) no duh
0: I have videos saved <laughs> but they're real because it's so hard to find it's ridiculous but they do it on purpose so I have a video saved to my desktop of a screen recording of how to find them because like you haven't done it in a while and you forget and you have to check mm-hmm. back because they add new ones and they opt you in automatically yep. anyway he has a funny caption for this is this a game do you google because <laughs> it is a game. You know, they're toying with us. Thanks, Simon. It says AdWords mm-hmm. in here, too, by the
1: way, in Google's. It says oh. in the previous
2: AdWords experience. Okay. So I think that's oh. technically
0: cracked. From Brett Budofsky on Twitter, Google is getting rid of some of their auto-applied recommendations. Don't worry, they're not actually getting rid of them, you guys. They're just making them worse. Oh, thank goodness. So the ad. Phrase or broad match versions of your keywords recommendation will soon be replaced by the use broad match versions of your keywords. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make this up. I can't make this up. And oh, I'm sorry. They are getting rid of this one. The ad negative keyword recommendation is being removed because why Come would they want on. fewer clicks and less money?
2: Oh, this
4: Come is
1: again. on. It's
0: absurd.
1: That makes me think that all search term data is going away or search query data. Totally.
0: Don't say it, please.
1: I already did. I'm sorry it's out there.
0: But uh, our adventures in that smart campaign this week, like it doesn't oh, yeah. say any terms are hidden. I don't know if they just don't need to say because it's smart, aka dumb, but they might have all their search terms and we don't from what I saw in there. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's not I, fair.
2: I have a new client. I can only see conversions on branded terms.
0: Oh, lovely. Wow. wow. <laughs>
2: all their conversions are hidden. <laughs> it's really fun.
0: That's a fake laugh, isn't it, Mark? <laughs>
2: Oh, no, I was totally serious. I'm having a great time over here.
0: (laughs) From Barry Schwartz for Search Engine Land, Google Merchant Center has a new policy for sites with inconsistent availability between the landing page and the checkout pages on that website. The policy is your Merchant Center site may be suspended. So fix that now, people. And tales from PPC Reddit. We have a post from Chaz McChaz on Reddit. You guys aren't going to look this guy up. He's smart though. Or lady. I'm sorry. Chaz. Facebook just added a new setting for dedicated ad destination section for dedicated ad destination. And Chaz is saying that this is going to save us amidst the iOS 14.5 update because When you're setting up your campaign, there's a spot to add either a website URL or an instant experience where you send people to a fast loading, mobile optimized experience within the Facebook app. We've talked about that that before. It was like a separate ad type, I believe, but it's giving you the option now. Or you can send them to a Facebook event on your Facebook page. So this seems like an option that would be better for conversion tracking and you would get more of the picture with your data, which is awesome. So use that if you can. And from Adweek, TikTok introduced TikTok Brand Lift Study, a first-party measurement solution aimed at helping brands measure and optimize their advertising resonance on the video creation platform. But I don't think they will be measuring people's dancing abilities. We'll have to wait for that. And finally, here in paid, LinkedIn has finally released an ads proficiency certification. And surprise, surprise, LinkedIn ads extraordinaire, friend of the show, AJ Wilcox has already been certified through the beta, but you can get a badge for your site that says you're like an early adopter of this if you get certified by July 20th. And I wouldn't be surprised if Mark does that. Uh-huh. Challenge well, accepted. right now. Oh, great. Yeah. As we speak. Pay yeah. attention, Mark. So <laughs> check it out, people. That's awesome. We've been waiting for this. So thank you, AJ. And what is happening in Organic?
1: Just bud.
0: Hello. And you're wearing that sh- paid search <laughs> shirt
1: as you're... I didn't think about that. It wouldn't have worked if I was doing social either. So I'm just repping the shirt. Cause mm-hmm.
2: it's a good just shirt. like keep your hand here and just pretend it's organic.
1: I'm so excited. Please optimize my SEO immediately. (laughs) I love optimizing SEO. (laughs) It's my absolute favorite. I love paid advertising too. (laughs) All right. First up in Organic this week from Barry Schwartz on Search Engine Land, Google limits FAQ rich results to a maximum of two per snippet. You will now see fewer FAQ dropdowns in the Google search results. So... As with any change, people are sharing what they are seeing with this, and we have a couple of tweets with some things from some folks. So first, from Sajjo George at Sajjo George on Twitter, looks like Google has taken an axe emoji. emoji. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <my reverse>. Wow! Candy
1: <laughs> Emo- Cohen to emoji <laughs> emoji emoji to FAQ schema, seeing significant drops, and then he shared a chart which. It is a pretty significant drop, oh, I will say. You guys can that see it if like you're watching YouTube. That is like the
0: diamond peak, isn't that? The black diamond Oh yeah. skiing yeah. thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. you will only ski on this if you're a pro, but this is like bad,
1: right? I'm falling down that yeah. as we speak. <laughs> 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 we also have a tweet from Brody Clark at Brody SEO. He says, heads up, looks like all FAQ schema-rich results are now using the new format, not seeing any with the previous four visible row max in Incognito. Now. So people are seeing this rollout. And of course, there was a fun little SEOs can't have nice things exchange between John Luca Fiorelli at G Fiorelli1 on Twitter and Danny Sullivan as his at Danny Sullivan handle. John Luca says, and finally, Google decided that SEOs push too much the FAQ game. So Let's see which sites will be graced in quotes right now. In travel, I tend to see the classic OTAs earning them, the ones who actually push too much the FAQ needle. And Danny follows up and says, I've seen several people suggest this is something we did because of SEO gaming. It's not. SEOs couldn't game how many we displayed. Our automated systems did that. We just review things all the time and determined and determined showing up to two was most useful when we show at all. So whatever the reason that this happened, you can speculate all you want. Danny will tell you, no, it doesn't matter. It's worth an annotation. Barry's article, which was published on June 18th, said it began rolling out yesterday. So annotate, I guess, June 17th. That schema just makes me want to scream.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm really (laughs) excited to be in Greg's chair this week, you guys. (laughs) That's a great joke. SEO jokes. Thank you.
2: (laughs) Can you SE not?
1: Essie, whoa, I'm only on my first story. I see so much more. All right. Speaking of Greg, you may remember in last week's episode, he said that authorship was back kind of a more formal article from the horse's mouth itself. Google has since been released on the keywords blog. So you can check that out if you want to learn more about the person behind the news article. And that's their actual title. If you didn't listen last week, just to reiterate what this means, this is from the article. Currently, when you search for a certain journalist or author, you might see an information box, also known as a knowledge panel, at the top of your results that provides a quick snapshot of information about that person. Starting today for a small subset of these journalists will be including a carousel of their published articles on the search results page. The carousel will help you quickly understand what subjects that person has recently covered and make it easy for you to find some of their latest work. To start, this new feature is only available for a limited number of U.S. English language journalists and can be accessed on mobile devices, end quote. Mark Traphagan is one of these journalists, and he's got a whole Twitter thread showing what the SERPs look like and also cataloging his journey with the Claim This Knowledge panel link. So he's at Mark Traphagan on Twitter. Definitely go and check that out if you're interested in this. 2019 BFF of the show, Glenn Gabe, had a tweet this week. He said, I shared the video clip the other day. Super important to understand, and I know there's a lot of confusion about this. Google has explained many times there are site-level signals they use. And I have shared many videos over the years of Google's explaining this. Happy face. Not an emoji, just straight up colon parentheses. Of Googler's. Oh, Google is Yeah, because it's Excuse a personality me. type. Yes, yeah. You're right. Really <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that correction. So this was referencing an article that he shared from Barry Schwartz on Search Engine Roundtable, which was Google, quality is a site level signal. And this is the lightning round, so I'm not going to get into this, but Glenn, Barry, and John Mueller in the embedded video do a far better job explaining this than I would anyway. It is worth reading and watching if you even just breathe near an SEO. There is a difference between page signals and site signals. Just watch it.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Read it. Watch it. Learn. And I may be breathing near SEO this week, but I still get to cover something <laughs> from social media today. YouTube adds new control options for shorts, remixes, tests shorts, analytics in the main app. And these new options come as shorts continue to roll out to more regions. But I will tell you where YouTube is not rolling out, or I should probably say where TikTok is rolling in, and that is VidCon. So, hashtag drama alert, according to Marketing Dive, (laughs) TikTok has replaced YouTube as the top sponsor, which is, quote, a position YouTube has held every year since 2013, barring 2020 when the event was canceled due to a pandemic.
0: That is major drama. Major drama. actually
2: crazy. Yeah. But it's like, it makes
0: so much sense.
1: I
2: I can't even imagine. I mean, things change.
1: Mm -hmm. Took them, what, do the math, nine years to do that? Eight years?
3: Yeah. Depends like, whether you want to like count the year they, they cancel. This random app that came out of nowhere is just like, and then was going to get YouTube. banned in the U.S. Yeah, Facts. Yeah, and it's still banned in India.
1: Yeah, it's wild. Wild times. That hence hashtag drama alert. All right, tell your friends. But enough drama. Let's get back to Glenn Gabe. He <laughs> he tweeted, just tested Google's new web feed functionality in Chrome Canary, RSS like in parentheses works well. And then he shares the how to link from nine to five Google and it works well for Glenn, but also for sad AK who tweeted, thank you so much for sharing this, sir, in all caps, pray emoji, pray emoji, pray emoji, blue heart, blue heart. It will help a lot with many (laughs) T's, but I said many O's in getting the updated content from your favorite sites. Blue heart, and I love all the love in that reply, yeah. but also the respect, yeah. sir. In all caps, sir. In all caps,
0: Sod speaks my language. Yeah, right. It made me. It <laughs> makes me think of like. Um, I don't know if everyone does this, but my husband like will talk to refs when they're not listening to him on the TV, and he'll be like, Mwah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Mm.
3: Call him sir. That's very
0: respectful. Yeah. Such so. toxic masculinity. <laughs> He's using all caps when he does that's, it too, though, right? That's not yeah.
3: toxic. <laughs> 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 sir is so respectful when you're angry
0: too. Uh, just that's so you know. And then I'm like in my, I'm in, yeah. I'm like in my phone, and then I like look up. <laughs> it's like what
2: sir, is- sir? What are you? And doing? You're like is someone in our house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sir, please get out. Are you a burglar? Uh, amazing.
1: <laughs> anyway, Glenn, you're all caps in our hearts, too. <laughs> Moving on from feed to food. Near Media's Mike Blumenthal has some thoughts, and they are. Google's online food ordering is magical and the future of local search. Google's online ordering test offers a highly streamlined process that is so smooth you realize the future is here and it is now. Oh my
0: God, I'm looking at this picture. <laughs> I'm so hungry.
1: Dude, same. Like, my stomach's rumbling
3: and rumbling.
0: Dude, I don't even eat red meat. Do you (laughs) see? I know. (laughs) Me either.
1: It could be an
2: impossible burger.
1: Kids, this... Okay, so for those that are listening and not watching... Yes, this... Okay, so the picture they're referencing is a screenshot because there's that that thing that I just read to you is the title. And then you scroll past the title. There is a full screen. The screenshot (laughs) we're sharing is my entire monitor. And it is a burger that oh, you
3: have to scroll past. This burger is succulent. It is, it is gorgeous. This is probably the best burger oh, I've seen man, in a whole man, you guys, time.
1: it's I 429. You're starving. Yeah. This burger
2: used Facetown.
1: <laughs> this burger is so insane that I did not scroll beyond it to read the rest of the article, like, but you
3: can. The barbecue sauce dripping off the lettuce is so ridiculously perfect. It's Caleb,
1: you're making it work. <laughs> Look, this isn't potato salad. Please relax. It's a burger. Really, though. Uh, Yes. Anyway, check it out for yourself. (laughs) Next up from Search Engine Land. Finally, Shopify site owners can edit their robots.txt files. The rollout began on Friday and should now be available for all sites. This article is now a few days old, so that rollout actually should be completed. Holler if it's not, but not at me because there's nothing I can do about that. (laughs) and since the only thing better than robots.txt file news is more news about robots.txt files mommy edge of my seat right I have a story for you Shep Google has released updates to the robots.txt and structured data documentation
0: no way (laughs) (laughs) I can hear
1: the (laughs) clapping and cheers from here super nerds can get a list of those changes as well as some context about why they were made in the article on search engine roundtable and we'll link to it in the newsletter and on discord so join us there from TechCrunch, Spotify has acquired Pods, a podcast delivery platform. And not only is Pods spelled with a Z, but its technology is perfect to add to Spotify's efforts towards driving more discovery of podcasts. They've basically developed the first audio news feed they're calling it, presenting users with 60-second clips from various shows, making it almost as easy to check out a new show as it is a new artist, because sometimes yeah, that's a little because they harder. do such yeah. a
0: good job with new artists, and I literally i am like, I'm here. Show me the murder podcast. Yeah. I'm ready for them.
3: No, this Destroy me. 100%.
0: And it's so hard to find them. Like, they never recommend good ones, so- Like,
3: especially if they put them in a playlist and they're just, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. And be, like, yeah. 60's a little long to me, but if it was shorter, like, the best moment- skip through.
0: It's yeah, you just only want missing Yeah, I'll definitely yeah. find way more yeah. podcasts. Yeah,
1: it's good. I'm actually really excited about this. Hopefully it's good this. for us. That or they just take us way out of context. <laughs> Catch us on They pause. think we're a burger podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we shall see. And I'm not sure what they would pull from the Queen of Spices podcast. Not bad advice. But here's a fun tweet from at Pamela underscore Lund. She says, adds in top 1% of podcasts to bio. And she's quote tweeting Jack at Jack Butcher, who says 90% of podcasts don't get past episode three. That's 1.8 million who quit. Of the 200,000 left, 90% will quit after 20 episodes. That's another 180,000 gone. To be in the top 1% of podcasts in the world, you only need to publish 21 episodes. So, A, congrats everyone. We oh did my
0: God. God. We're we And congrats, be- Pamela. She did yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like point,
3: point.
0: We must be in one the one top one. Zero, zero, yeah. 000. Yeah. Thanks, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah.
1: weeks off. <laughs> I don't know. I also wanted to shout out this lovely reply, too, because it was nice to see some love on the internet at Dave Mattson. Congrats to you, too. He says, in reply to Pamela, he says, low barriers to entry make it easy for people to start something, half heck it, and give up. Congrats on being the top percentile of people who don't. And I just
0: think that's nice. Dave is so nice. Yeah. Good vibes. let's forget
1: about the internet for a second, because this isn't a digital podcast. Google is moving into the IRL world. This is according to TechCrunch. The tech giant has opened their first physical retail location in New York City, where people can peruse its hardware offerings, as well as those of selected not-Google offerings.
0: It's going to be like the Apple Store, where people are just taking pictures on... Yeah, and Back leaving books. it there for yeah. somebody
1: else to see. It's really stupid. I didn't think I'd have any comments about this, but Beast Lord does. The one comment on the article says, 2022, Google closes only retail store in NYC. So we'll see if Beastlord is clairvoyant or not. Thanks, Beast Lord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go back to the internet. Changes are coming to Amazon's App Store. This is also from TechCrunch. Quote, previously, Amazon's App Store took a 30% cut of revenue, including that from in-app purchases. Now it will take only 20% from developers who earned up to $1 million in the prior calendar year. They also go on to say that developers with less than $1 million in App Store revenue in the calendar year will receive 10% of their revenue as promotional credit for AWS services. So nice to see that commission decrease. I like that. Speaking of nice to see, as anticipated with the page experience update the google top stories carousel is now showing non-amp listings and if you don't feel like looking for this in the wild yourself you don't have to you can check out the search engine land article for a screenshot or if you're watching us on youtube we've got it up in the video as well so you can see that next up by way of power listener hillary quinn at proximo webs on twitter Hrefs is getting closer to publicly promoting the web search engine we are working on. In case you missed the previous announcement, the point of our search engine is to share ad revenue with content creators ninety ten, with ninety percent going to creators. Love it. Love it. I just
2: wanna cry. That is beautiful. I know.
1: That's really at you, nice. Apple. Yeah. Next, from TLDR Remarketing, Google Local Guides is rolling out limited edition badges to get more people to add location data for them. Starting today, you can unlock limited edition badges for the next two months. So get them while they're hot if you care. I, I say cough, cough desperate. I'm not even going to pretend to cough because they should hear me. That's crazy. People haven't, badges are so like 2012,
0: right? Or as Mark would say, 2008. Late. Late. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> All right, speaking of fergalicious, let's round out the organic news with another tweet from Glenn Gabe. Interesting. Just one page of results. Brave's non-tracking search engine is now in beta. Brave's non-tracking search engine is built on top of an independent index and touted as a privacy-safe alternative. That last part is a quote from TechCrunch, and Glenn did share the article. There's also a screenshot of the SERP, so you can check that out if you want to see it, if you're brave enough. That is so brave.
2: I want to see you be brave.
1: <laughs> Hear me roar. Are we doing different songs? No. Oh, oh wait, my that's god. That's actually no.
2: really funny because those songs came out the same time and they were very similar.
1: How were do you they popular when that? badges were?
2: Because <laughs> it was like literally 2009. I think it was very late. I
1: don't know. 2000 and early. What's going on in social,
0: Mark?
2: Let's jump right into the social news with an app we love talking about. Introducing TikTok Jump, enriching the TikTok experience with new integrations. From Sean Kim, head of product at TikTok US, TikTok Jump is a new feature that allows creators to share engaging and content built by third-party providers like Wisk, breathwork with no o wikipedia <laughs> quizlet stat news table buzzfeed and more jumps provide links to explore recipes take quizzes discover useful learning tools and more it's basically a way for you to link outside of the tiktok app into something that's engaging
0: yeah i feel like i just started to see quizzes am i 2000 and late or is that new caleb <laughs>
2: uh i think that's not
0: Quizzes, polls
2: like polls yeah that's new I- Next up, we have big news from Twitter media at Twitter Media on Twitter. (laughs) Big news. Starting today, you can apply to be one of the first to try ticketed spaces and super follows with your audience. So ticketed spaces allow you to monetize your audience, host a more intimate conversation, and easily promote your spaces. And as a reminder, Super Follows, we've been talking about them for what I feel like is forever, uh, um, mm -hmm. allows you to earn monthly revenue, take a relationship to the next level. So we're defining this follow relationship i guess and customize <laughs> what you offer in charge
0: it's complicated
2: <laughs> and by it's compliment i mean i'm not paying you for your tweets <laughs> and next up in the twitter verse from twitter at twitter on twitter oh
1: my god
0: <laughs> i love it
2: please stop posting screenshots <laughs> of your tweets on ig stories you can now share <laughs> tweets directly on ios and then like there's like a hyphen management. That's cute. And I love this because I'm always like I see like screenshots of tweets on Instagram stories and I want to go and like reply to that tweet or like yeah. quote tweet it.
0: This is for the meme lords, right?
2: Yeah, that's me. Just
0: kidding.
2: I think he's related to Beast Lord. Straight from Zuck's Facebook newsfeed to your ear holes. New commerce features coming to support businesses and make shopping easier. Shops on WhatsApp and Marketplace, Instagram Visual Search, and Shop Ads. More detail in the comments. And what are the comments you might add besides people sending nonsensical replies to Mark Zuckerberg to help them with their Facebook Messenger? Instagram Visual Search helps you discover products based on images that inspire you. I'll use it to find more gray t-shirts, laughing emojis. <laughs> come on. Shops on marketplace. He's so cute. <laughs> Is that the word
4: we're gonna
3: use? For that? Okay. Yeah, until he's throwing spears
2: oh, at you. I
0: forgot to tell you guys. I watched the spear throwing video on my TV. <gasps> <face> <laughs> <screen>. <laughs> I put it in random, and not one person replied. I, I didn't get it. I, was I put it in Slack, and everyone ignored it. I put I was the, me speechless. and my, my. I was like, "Have you seen the video, um, Eddie, aka Assassin Bazaar, aka?" My baby daddy. I was like, have you seen the video of Mark Zuckerberg throwing spears? And he said, yes. And I said, OK, let's watch it again. <laughs> we put it on the big screen TV and watched it.
2: Anyway, um, shops on Marketplace. More than 1 billion people use Marketplace each month. So we're making it easy for businesses to bring their shops into Marketplace to reach even more people. And about all the comments were people reacting to getting scammed on Marketplace, which was interesting. But no pictures of dolls.
0: Or gray T-shirts.
2: Mm-hmm. Shop ads, we're launching new ads to personalize the shopping experience and point you to a shop's curated collection. And lastly, shops on WhatsApp. Soon you'll be able to view a shop in WhatsApp so you can chat with a business before buying something. Businesses only need to set up their shop once to have it work across Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. And that is great. One and done. And that's not the only exciting Facebook update for e-commerce marketers that we have today from Daniel at FooDog85 on Twitter. Big news from FB slash Shopify. We wanted to reach out to share an exciting update on Shopify's integration with Facebook's conversions API. Starting on June 30th, 2021, Shopify will enable customers to send all of the events that are currently sent via Shopify's native pixel integration with conversions API. If your client is already using conversions API through Shopify, there's no additional configuration will be required. Additional events will be sent automatically for Shopify merchants who have already enabled conversions API. And we we just love to see things working great together. Mm -hmm. And I'm just very thankful for Facebook for being nice to us today.
0: Today. In this one story.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a couple nice stories for Facebook. And I actually have one more story of Facebook being nice to us. Okay, I'm um, ready. And it's coming from social media follow of the year 2020. Andrew Hutchinson at A.D. Hutchinson on Twitter. Pay attention to us. Be our friend. <laughs> Facebook adds a range of new group admin tools, and there's three big changes here. First, um, conflict alerts to help detect potentially problematic exchanges, and that is to be so entertaining as like a page admin to get these notifications now <laughs> of the fights that are going on in the comments. No thanks. Improved comment moderation processes and an updated overview dashboard um, to highlight group tasks that require attention.
0: Pay attention to us, Andrew
2: and keeping it with andrew hutchinson hello are you out there (laughs) of social media today instagram appears to be working on a couple of different experiments aimed at boosting interaction in the app First, there's new fan club stories, which is like another layer of like your friends only stories, which would enable users to post exclusive stories content that can only be viewed by members of a fan club and they cannot be screenshotted. And the use case they gave is like if you have like paying followers to like pay you through Patreon, you can put them on a list and they are the only people who can but see it those sounds stories. sounds like OnlyFans. <laughs> okay. Sorry, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) that's accurate. And the second is Instagram is testing into the NFT craze with new collectible story types. And in their example, (laughs) you can bid on an image of a cat called Colorful 2. That is in Mark Zuckerberg's story. But would you? Yeah, I'm paying... $1,024 A $1,024 for a picture of this cat or that Mark J. Zuckerberg I'm also not giving Mark Zuckerberg any money directly like that is insane <laughs> goodbye
0: you don't want to pay for his axe throwing videos <laughs> not right meow <laughs> <sighs>
2: We need to finish this
1: up. (laughs)
2: Rounding out the social news this week from Brian Manegas of The Verge, Clubhouse accidentally leaked its own new private messaging function called Back Channel, as seen in several tweets. The function will enable text communication rather than audio. I'm like, oh, I thought we had an audio app. You're you're coming back to text now, Clubhouse?
0: They're desperate. Mm -hmm. Housewives. (laughs) Eva Longoria.
2: was not listed in the app release notes it was not listed in the app release notes so this was definitely an accident and it looked very unfinished from what we saw in the tweets before it was quickly removed from the app and we have a tweet from brian fonzo uh, at isocialfons on twitter Wow, looks like accidental update of Clubhouse, enabled in-app back channel and switch of sidebar and full experience. Seems it's rolled back now, but from what I saw, it was beautiful. So you go to on stage to move to hallway to hit arrow to back and then back channel popped up and from what I saw of it like you got there but then there was like nothing so very interesting um, good catch there Brian Thank beautiful
3: you know. is a really strong word for this,
1: yeah especially like when everyone's was
2: like
3: it didn't look finished
1: looks finished there's nothing there they it's, did it
3: he's really into seventy five percent done. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for working hard or hardly working.
0: We have been reporting for a while that YouTube was going to show ads on unmonetized account. And then it was actually happening. But this week it actually affected like us and I'm just shocked. So our Cypress North YouTube account does not have a lot of followers. I don't have it in front of me like in the hundreds. And we just use it to host videos mostly like something that we would have on our site. We put most of our like content where we're, we're trying to really make it work for us on the Marketing O'Clock channel. But there was an ad for another agency on it this week. and. I think it is crazy that we don't have monetization even as an option because we don't have enough subscribers, but then you're going to show an ad for our competition before you can watch one of our videos. And we're looking for solutions now for recommendations for how our clients should host video because it's really criminal. It's out of control. Mm -hmm. I can't believe more people aren't talking about it. Hashtag drama alert. Yeah, it's not cool.
2: I know Ahrefs needs to make a video um, streaming service now. Mm -hmm. Not streaming, hosting service Mm -hmm. now with ads that go to creators
1: love it yes 90, 10.
2: Mm-hmm. and speaking of video hosting solutions for clients i was using wistia this week for a client that uses wistia for their video hosting and they do not use youtube and wistia is a really cool feature where auto creates captions and i'm like oh that is so fantastic um we're doing new linkedin video ads so i downloaded the videos from wistia and you can Actually, download the SRT file of the captions for the video with it. So I get that all uploaded into LinkedIn, and then I'm looking at the captions. And you need to proofread these things before yeah. you upload them. <laughs> so if you put in like .io, it thinks you're saying "dadio." love
0: pizza and great pizza. The name of their
2: product came out as Zumbo. It was something. So, but the great thing is you can just easily edit the SRT file in text edit and re-upload that and you'll no longer have daddy-o in your captions. I can't
0: imagine what they would think I was saying on the show. I don't speak English. Let's try it. We should do it. We'll report back next week. What about you, Jess?
1: So, I just have to say, and that maybe I'm the only one that's ever going to say this, but hopefully not in-person meetings. I had one this week and it's been almost like over a year since I've had one. It was so refreshing. You're
0: not the only one. Well an
1: in-person meeting with a client. Yeah. And it was amazing. It would like we it's a client, they're actually local. We went over there. It was a brainstorming meeting and it was just nice. You know, of course we respected mask rules and everything we walked in, but we sat down at a table and we were together. It was a brainstorming meeting. People came out of their shelves quicker than they would on Zoom. Mm-hmm. Ideas were flowing easier. We could like draw on pieces of paper to show things and I just I hope the world hasn't forgotten that there is something. Even though Zoom is great, especially if you're not in the same area as, say, a client or someone you're having a meeting with. But there is just something to be said for an in-person, whether it's internal or with your agency or or a client that you're working with. I just thought it was so wonderful. It's like good to be back.
0: I'm happy for you. Thank you, shop Caleb.
3: Uh, I'm going to hop on the video slash YouTube Patreon here, and I didn't know we had a theme.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, it's okay.
3: But uh, I was making some new ads last week for the show, and there was this really cool feature for like five seconds to where under the ad, you could put like a little playlist of related videos. So obviously it would have been for us like episodes of the show. It disappears completely off the face of the air. I can't find it anywhere. I'm trying to replicate conditions. So it's just like this really useful feature that's just not there anymore for no reason. So if anyone knows where that is or why that disappeared, please let me know. I'd love to know. It's been grinding my gears all week. Now it's time for this week's WTH. Misguided.
0: I'm like, who does that? I just get rid of it. I'm
3: over it. Where we rant, rave, and roll our eyes about a trending digital marketing topic. What are we coming to? Honestly. See what had us asking. W-T-H. This week.
0: From the technology and marketing law blog. Okay, if you are a <laughs> fan of Arrested Development, it's like, Bob blah, blah. blah. I thought you watched. <laughs> no,
2: but I know about it.
0: there's a there's a lawyer on it called blah blah blah, and he would have the technology and marketing law blog. Anyway, <laughs> Ohio is banning competitive keyword advertising by lawyers. Quote: the purchase the purchase and use of a competitor lawyer or law firm's name as a keyword for advertising is an act that is designed to deceive an internet user and violates their new rule which was outlined earlier in the article and i don't need to worry to reread it word for word because we're not lawyers here fact is you can't bid on your competitor's name in google ads or microsoft anymore hello with close variance There's no telling what anyone is bidding on anymore unless they're going to put it in their parameters. And this is just going to make everyone take it out. Like,
2: yeah. And it's like, what are you going to do? Like add all of your competitors as negatives? Negatives?
1: No, that's That's not recommended anymore.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I literally have a new client and all their keywords were on broad match and all of their search terms were either their brand or their competitor's brand. For sure. And it's, it's sure like don't bid on their competitors but you're still going to end up showing for them
0: why was this worth anyone's time and i did some googling and they have crazy laws in ohio like i've heard like radio section radio segments about is it ohio or is it florida they've i'm sure we have crazy stuff in new york too but there is one it's illegal to wear patent leather shoes you're going to take the time to make this law and not make the wearing of patent leather shoes legal again <laughs>
2: Shep's angry because she has some (laughs) white Pat mother boots she wants to wear. Before Labor Day, okay?
0: And the location targeting in Google Ads doesn't work either. You could have someone who's interested in a location. Mm. So there's no way for anyone, like all of the lawyers out there, personal injury attorneys, Jed, I'm looking at you, my favorite in Buffalo, you got to just stick to your TV ads and billboards because you can't do it on Google anymore. It's just illegal. It's absolutely insane. Caleb, criminal. And Caleb, as a former Ohioan, <laughs> I just wanted a quick soundbite oh, from you about I, what you think about this law.
3: I think that now Ohio has three things we can be known for. We have the most presidents, um, you know, wow. LeBron James, and we banned competitive keyword every time.
0: The was. most presidents? <laughs> yeah. Eight, I think.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. I knew things about Ohio and those were not the three. Yeah. Oh.
3: LeBron James? You didn't know that?
0: No. No. (laughs) I knew LeBron James. Akron, right? Yeah. The river was on fire. Yeah, it's true. The Ohio River. Okay. Good things to come out of Ohio. (laughs) Maybe. Caleb. Bad things. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Crazy things, this law. There's just no way to regulate it, and it was a waste of everyone's time.
3: And now for this week's Cool Tool. As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool.
1: This week's cool tool is Keywords in Sheets from Andrew Charlton, a.k.a. at Bertie on Twitter. What is it? It's a website full of free Google Sheets scripts for SEO with templates and instructions on how to add them. The scripts can help you do things such as check the HTTP status codes and redirected URLs, check if page if a page links to your URL or mentions your brand, and much more. So go ahead and grab the link from our newsletter or the Discord community and check it out.
2: This week's must-read article of the week is from Kelly Gordon of Nielsen Norman Group. How to draw a wireframe, even if you can't draw. <laughs> if you're new to wireframing and don't know where to start, either because you don't know how or you are absolutely daunted by having to draw, this guide will set you up for success and put those fears at bay. Kelly shares everything you need to know, including important physical constraints to prevent overly obsessing on aesthetic details, a step-by-step process for sketching an effective wireframe, how to size the sketch to the correct aspect ratios for your design, and how to draw navigation, headers, body copy, images, dropdowns, and more. It even includes an example to help paint a complete picture of how to get this done. Thank you, Kelly.
1: All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock.
2: Remember, you can catch everything from this show by signing up for our newsletter at marketingaclockcom slash newsletter.
1: And please be sure to subscribe on YouTube or
0: your favorite podcast player so you don't miss a single episode. And we'll see you next week.
3: Thanks for listening to this week's Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topics, Head over to marketingclock.com/newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingclock.com to join. And we'll see you next week.
0: Welcome to this week's Shootin' the Hack. We're after our famous Friday news show. We don't talk about marketing anymore. We just
2: shoot the hack.
0: And this week we will be playing a game that was brought into existence while I was out and I haven't had the chance to play it yet. It is Guilty Pleasures where we state some of our guilty pleasures and everyone else can respond to them. And good luck everyone because I am a guilty pleasure and I have so many. Like I have a long list to choose from. Caleb will not be participating. He's just responding. I will be commenting. Yes. Okay, so... Me, Jess, and Mark have two each. Uh, Mark, you can go first.
2: Okay. So everyone knows that the purple Doritos are the best Doritos. Um, this sweet and spicy chili. You, you can stop right um, there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Range. I, I didn't know that. Actually, was that guilty. should be my okay. So it's about to get guilty. <laughs> so um, if you've never been to Buffalo, we have our own very special French onion dip. That's Bison dip. And the, the sweet and spicy chili Doritos are delicious when you dip them in bison dip.
0: It's horrid. Everything about that is horrid. You don't like the bison dip? No. It's very popular. People love to like bring it to a party, and then it gets left in my fridge for <sighs> four years and then smelly <laughs> because I don't like it. All of all of
2: my relatives who like no longer live in Western New York, they're like, oh my gosh, yes. we just got a Wegman's near us, so now we can buy bison dip at Wegman's. Who cares? Like, like, I, I love it. Get a new food.
1: There's so many better condiments. Wow. Caleb, what were you
0: going to say?
3: This isn't really that negative, but I of all I don't like Doritos, but of all of them, I do like purple ones. Like Thank the you. Chili ones.
0: Okay, they're not the best. best. Just, no.
3: But regarding yeah. French, I hate onions, so. Oh, no. I'm missing
0: out. I find the red bag inedible, and I know that is such a hot The take. original Dorito? Yeah, no, I, that's the best one. I am a cool ranch girly. Uncool ranch. <laughs> 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 okay, so my first, I have like so many, but some of them are like so niche that I'm like scared to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to start with when I have a candle burning in my home, I like to sit. <laughs> You guys, other people's are food. Mine are, like, weird things. (laughs) I will, like, stick my finger in the candle wax. It's okay. And let it harden.
1: Oh. And then
0: I like love to like pull it off. And it's like a perfect imprint mm-hmm. of my finger and my skin feels so soft.
2: That, that's and it smells good. That's the adult version of like the kid in kindergarten who comes. Elmer's glue. Elmer's <laughs> yes. That is
0: another one I was going to have. Okay. So uh, my I'm sister not a psycho. Do- no. no um, that's, um, it's like a wet I mean, hand. you
2: are, but my sister does that too, I think. She doesn't, she won't say it, but she definitely did it growing up and I, we can only assume she doesn't. I don't think she there. listens. <laughs>
0: Kayla thinks I'm nuts. I mean, I, I,
3: as a former teacher, a lot of kids would just like put the stuff on their hands and pull it mm. off. So I did. I thought you
0: grew out of that. I don't know. No, but with the candle wax, it like makes your fingers soft <laughs> you <laughs> and smell nice. Those like essential oils. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm you am with think you. It's fine? I think that's quite okay.
1: okay. I like that you admitted to it, feeling like super guilty, but it's fine. <laughs> Normal stuff. Is it my turn? Yes. It is. I love that song. (laughs) We'll go with the radio edit name, but the original, like, sweary version is way better. CeeLo, forget you. Oh. I love that song so much. Like, so it brings me such joy, and I, like, wanna sing it at all times. What do
0: you think of when Gwyneth Paltrow sang it? I didn't know she did that.
3: I I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow should not sing it. She She sang
0: it on Glee. I agree with you.
1: She should not speak.
0: Some I don't hate Gully. that song. I prefer the edited version, obviously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just love it. Like, it's so upbeat and then it's like, heck you. Yeah, like, I yeah. love it. Oh, I love it. I love it so it's much. A good song. Thank you. Everyone's guilty pleasures are not Guys, we bad. were really... Like, I bad. thought yeah. mine was going <laughs> to This is my like... innocent pleasure. I okay, mm-hmm. Mark.
2: So I have a habit of finding really, like, bad YouTube videos in terms of, like, quality or things that, like, don't make any sense and then showing them to my roommate and then they become part of our, like, repertoire of quotes. And then we'll say one of the quotes, and we'll have people over, and then we'll make them watch the music, the (laughs) videos. So, like, examples are, there's one of this woman who goes by the name of Christina Cara, which is not her real name, and she wears this, like, party city wig, and has songs, and she has this whole thing about how she's, like, a Russian immigrant trying to get citizenship, and her big song is Give Me Green Card, and it's very (laughs) catchy, and she had a fake... Um, fight about how Mila Kunis stole her chicken named Doggy growing up. Um, there um, is a one that's all about like why brats don't have feet
0: because they're shoes.
2: Yeah, brats brats also don't have feet.
0: Yeah, they because shoes. They, the shoes replace like they
2: them. attach they reattach. It's very confusing. Um, so there it's are things fashion. like
0: that. Mark, and
2: I do that. It's a it's a bad habit.
0: I mean, you're just making me want to be your third roommate.
2: We we have enough bedrooms. So you can move in. And
0: I watched Rock Explosion on YouTube, <laughs> <because it's 22, laughs> which is an amazing documentary about um what is it called? The the competitor with Chuck yes, E. Cheese. It was
2: um ground
0: round, round? Something, pizza, pizza something.
2: Um, showbiz pizza. Showbiz pizza.
0: <laughs> Everyone check it out. Rock Explosion. It's a great Saturday afternoon watch. Okay, this is a weird one again. I wore fake eyelashes for the first time this weekend. I had a mom's night out. I went to a bachelorette party. And I grew up like going to dance competitions. And I forgot how good it feels. No, None of you have ever worn them to take fake eyelashes off. I'm offended. I've worn fake eyelashes oh, okay, okay. to my wedding. And we
2: just talked about I'm going to get eyelash extensions and a beard trim. Have you
0: worn fake ones, though?
2: No, I haven't yet. You should try you it. I got to do this. Putting well, them on,
0: like... you're just like already thinking about how good it feels to mm-hmm. take them off. Like okay. I'm thinking about I, it now. I,
2: I have a night plan tonight, so I'm going to add that to the list.
0: Just put, yeah. Even yeah. if you're not going anywhere, just put something else. Oh,
2: yeah. No, I'm just going to yeah. like put on some fake eyelashes, put on my robe and like make some eggs and have
3: a
0: drink. <laughs> and watch your YouTube videos. Catch yeah. me next so mm-hmm. Okay. This that's perfect my guilty night. Yeah, so I'm going
2: to watch all of my YouTube videos of, oh, I can't say that word on here now. So just
0: dip your
1: fingers in the candle While you're waiting for your eggs to cook
2: Wait can you like use the candle wax To attach your fake eyelashes Not
1: recommended <laughs> Wax bowl's hair I know what I'm doing this weekend <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Jess. Well I know what I'm doing this weekend I'm gonna go like I do everyday Into the basement and <laughs> Fill my cat's bowl And enjoy that smell of the dry food <laughs> Oh,
3: see, I thought I was going somewhere else.
1: (laughs) Because I really like the way dry cat food smells. What, is it fishy? No, it's just like cat food. I I, I totally
3: (laughs) thought you were going to be like, oh, I like the
0: smell of a
2: basement.
1: Oh, basements are nice. Like the musty, I I like that
2: too. I'm just happy you're not eating the cat
1: food. (laughs) No, no, I have not done that. Yeah.
0: Veering into judgmental territory. Really? What is the flavor of the cat food? Um... (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> dry. <laughs> it's like I'll take a picture of it. It's got like this wild like, cat on the front. It- I don't know. It's like poultry flavor. you gotta
4: yeah, eat, even eat meat. meat you gotta try it I know but bag. it
1: doesn't smell like meat it smells like dry cat food wet cat food smells like meat and smells gross smells like turkey chunks if you remember those from school lunch but like dry cat food smells this is, a certain this
0: way is it's dark. really nice I'm learning so much about it I
2: feel it, like you know? this is like an addiction
0: I don't eat it and I don't huff it either
1: I
2: just I like jump in the bush and I'm like, like oh yeah, that was, I was nice say, I I'm signing up for my strange addiction no <laughs>
1: I don't I'm not like down there for hours hiding from my family with my head in the bag I'm just like
0: kitties this is for you and for me. Bring Jess we'll on smile. TLC. I will. I'll bring it in. Okay, well, Jess is a freak, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>